But could you pay me in advance? <laughs> you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Presidential than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right, here we are. It's uh, middle of May already. Middle of May. Getting toward the end of uh, May, actually. Yeah, don't even just uh, too. I, uh, I got a question for you. Quick. I got a question yeah. for you. In a yeah. mile distance. During highway construction, how many uh -huh. state troopers do you think you need in that one mile? In a mile? I don't know. Are they in cars? Yes. Two? Two. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking two. One at the beginning and one at the end of where all the trucks yeah. are, right? Yeah. Right? Not four? Not <laughs> not fifteen. No. There Get the is fuck out. Really? so much construction going on. Like every time I leave work and and I try to go one way, like the it's it's just all construction late at night because obviously it is. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with not finding out that the exit you need to take or the 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 split in the highway you need to take is closed off and you don't find that out until you're right upon it. Yeah, that sucks. That that really sucks. But also, like, I've counted so many state and local police cars at these constructions. And it's like, one at the beginning. Okay, good. Because you want people to know that it's starting. Yep. Right? Along with the barrels and everything. And for people that don't live in Massachusetts, um, the state police fights every year Um to, to, to continue to do this instead of having uh, the construction companies provide flagmen or, or whatever. Um, right. Well, it's the unions and money and all that. So yeah, it's, it's the police union. Yeah. And then yeah. permits come out of there. And so it's, 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 it's a, it's a thing. It's just, it just happens. I mean, I can understand definitely having one there in case something happens and whatever, but beside the point. I must have, I must have, from um, House of Blues, when you're on the Mass Pike at the House of Blues, heading in, still into the city uh, toward the Tobin Bridge, right? Yeah. And there, and you go under, you go, you go under the city. They're doing construction on the left and right sides, depending on the day. And I must have seen six to ten cars, cop cars, just sitting there. Like I get in the tunnel. Yeah, I get the one That's where 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 the where the exit is closed. I get having one sitting there with the lights because you're going to notice. It. That's fine. One at the beginning, and if you're doing two miles, one in the middle, one at the end. Fine, but like 
every every 600 feet like come on and and i look at that and i'm like that's all taxpayer overtime that's yeah. that's a little much but i don't know i don't know what the regu- well the regulations would have been written to benefit the cops because the unions would have lobbied to have that huh all of the money yo yeah yeah so so all right um can we talk about a bad batch first yeah 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 that's most present of mind all right so we're all caught up you're all caught up yeah i watched the the new one last night when i got home uh so i i mm, i like the notion that uh, spoilers blah 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 yeah so i like the notion that there's a bounty out on omega right not just the team but omega so that sort of makes me go hmm I like that. Yeah. Someone, it's probably the, the, the cloners who want her back, obviously. Yes. Yeah. But you would think that they'd be sort of like a bundle with, uh, you know, with the team, but whatever. Um, I was not thrilled to, um, to see Fennec. No, you didn't know she was going to be I there. Mean, no, I just, it's just like, Oh fuck. Like there's a million other fucking bounty hunters out there why do we need someone we know well i mean think about how they how they how they're doing this stuff right you introduce boba fett you got the boba fett series right so you got fennec in there who i thought was going to be a one-off and then i thought well why would they get this actress why would get would they get ming to do this if it's just a one-off yeah. role right and then she shows up in other episodes and she's a complete badass and then she's going to be in the book of boba fett so it's kind of i think it's kind of filling in a little bit so when she shows up on screen and can do stuff you're not like oh look at that she's overpowered bullshit whatever you know whatever shit but i people think her say. character's got pretty well established in mandalorian that she's a badass that's, she that's did but fantastic. if it was but if it was boba fett showing up or embo or cad bane or one of the other ones it would have been eh, I, I would have i would have been fine with cad bane showing up you it's know like what you he still might who knows you haven't seen him in a while he's definitely badass yeah i don't think like, he died so yeah I don't, I, I don't know. It's just sort of, it's that same sort of like, you know, small universe thing. Not, like we not know in this, this not in this case, because like, she's not running across the same people. This is totally separate from what we know her from. Right. So ah, grumble, 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 grumble. I don't think it's as bad as, as uh, I, I think it'll grow on you. I mean, especially if she's only in like one or two episodes, if she's not the only one chasing them yeah. and she can't be the only one chasing them, obviously. Also, I didn't like it. Would, and it, I, and I, it would be great though, if it was the emperor that wanted her and not the cloners. That would be cool. That yeah. would be, in, yeah. Like, who wants her? That's a that, that's a fun little thing, yeah. you know. Like, 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 let's sort that out. Okay, that's a fun little mystery. Um, one, I one thing I didn't like, and I really hope that that this is the last time they do it, is that whole like. And I get she's a kid, and she's gonna be distracted by something shiny like a puppy. Oh, she got you know? too but stupid. She, like, yeah, yeah. She's just like, oh, I'm gonna go play with the puppy, you know. And then it, it's like, oh. Oh, kid gets in trouble because kid's a kid. It's just like, come on, man. Yeah. Like it's such a contrived bullshit thing. But if you could have had Fennec show up anyways. If the character is as smart as I'm assuming she is, then that should be the only time it happens. 
Right. You know, and I get it. Like she's been cloistered her whole life. Everything is new to her. Yeah. I get that. So that's why I'm a little bit more forgiving, but yeah. Fucking come on, man. <laughs> yeah. One time is fine. So, and wrecker was annoying. I just food, food. It's just like, come on, just yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're over the top caricatures of of archetypes, anyway. So, so that's um that that so I of the four episodes, <laughs> this one is my fourth favorite. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, that's not that bad though. Hmm. Um, what else we got? Oh. Fuck Tenet. What? Fuck Chris Nolan. Hold on. Let's not get to that yet. Let's not because oh, okay. I, I, I definitely. Um, so um, Love, Death and Robots came back with a second season. Did you watch the first season? No, I did not. Oh, that's oh. another thing I have to tell you about because you're going to be very proud of me. I did not see Love, Death and Robots. I've okay. heard good things. Definitely. You would definitely like it. They're all short. Oh, you know, they're all like you say seven that, to 12 gonna, minutes. It's going to push me off. Um that, like, All right, you're oh, gonna hate it. So watch it and tell me how much you hate it. There, I figured it out. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah. So, um, in that vein, mm. now we've been doing this, you know, how long? And it's always, oh, tell Frank that he's gonna love something, he's gonna ignore it, and then he's gonna watch it, and he'll love it. You know, Brooklyn Nine Nine and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, last weekend I was, I went to my nephew's, um, high school graduation. Mm -hmm. Yay, Joseph. Congratulations. Very nice. Um, all that. So, um, and we're like, you know, it's like one of the nights we're like sitting around looking for something to watch, blah, blah, blah. So he says, oh, you would love this show. And he's just sort of highlighting. And already you're like, no, fuck I'm that. Like, fuck you. You know, I'm just like, you know what? I hear this all the time. Oh, he's just like, just, he goes, let's just, first he tried to get me to watch some like anime thing. And I'm like, if I have to watch Titan, whatever the fuck that is, that first episode again, forget it. I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> so I've watched it. It's just like, I'm not going to dig it. I'm just not. So he says, well, what about this? And then we watched a season and a half of this show and I'm like totally hooked. And when I tell you the show, you're going to laugh at me because it'll be the biggest. I fucking told you so since Brooklyn nine, nine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I just, for the record, for the record, I want to point out that I enjoy the show. I will recommend it to certain people but I am not one of those fans. I really like, you know the what show. I mean? You know, I'm you not, know the fans. Yeah. I'm not the fan. I'm not going to run around yelling. I'm pickle Rick. You know, no. it's just like, I'm not that guy. I like the show. My favorite line so far, my favorite little quick little bit so far. Mm. Uh, and I'm like in the middle of season two. Now okay. there's, uh, you, do you know what it is when I've seen clips of it? And this is what got me into Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, I, yeah, I avoided it because I'm an asshole. Mm. And then well. um, I saw like, little clips, and the clips sort of pulled me in. I'm like, all right, this looks looks pretty funny, blah, blah, blah. And then I watched it. But when I would see clips of Rick and Morty, mm. I was like, I had no context. I'm like, I don't know right. who the fuck these people are. I don't know why they're that. I don't know the relationship. Like, And from those clips, you can't even get that context because the show is so 
fucking weird. Right, right. right. So it's just like, so you have to start it and know what's going on. And I just wasn't willing to do that. So I finally did that and I get it Mm. now. So the, the, so, so we're watching this one episode and, you know, hilarity ensues. There's a big fucking alien invasion and, um, the, fucking the 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 husband and wife are running around shooting at people and um you know she's got a shotgun mm-hmm. and they're oh, you know, yeah they, yeah yeah they yeah. proclaim their love for each other and she's <laughs> and she's like i love you so much if if you were this shotgun i'd be ernest hemingway yeah <laughs> like oh my yeah. god that was fucking amazing. There was another one where they're like, at, like there's a high school party at the house. Mm-hmm. And just like as the camera's sort of going through the party and picking up snippets of conversation, there's one little thing about one girl says, I like watching Bukaki, but I wouldn't want to be involved. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yep. Uh, so it. Um, and to be honest, that's probably true to life, too. Right. <laughs> It is. It is for me. So, <laughs> no, I mean like um, having it set at a party. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm I'm digging the show. It's really good. The other one I started was The Nevers on HBO. Oh, okay, okay. Ever, is, I've been I've been told that was that was that was pretty good. Yeah, that's that's really really good. Um, what was the other thing I was going to talk about? Oh, I was going to talk about Lost. No, back to Rick and Morty. <laughs> but I do want to talk about Lost. We'll get back to Rick and Morty, but I, I did want to talk about my my final thoughts on Lost. Well, I only had I only had a real quick thing uh, okay. to, to, to to you know go along with your Rick and Morty thing. And you're right. If you don't know the characters, the clips are absurd, and they will turn you off to the show. Totally, yeah, they're, totally they're meaningless. But sort of even just knowing, oh, Rick is Morty's grandfather. Right. Okay. And like it's established that this is a fucked up weird show yeah. and that he travels interdimensionally. And then you're just like, oh, okay. You know, you just have to know the rules of the show. Right, right. And then as it goes on, like they really start to work in that 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 like mental anguish. And everything yeah. that goes along with it. And it, there's a little more to it, but I mean, we're still talking about a cartoon with a hugely toxic fan base. But what I was going to say along that those lines is that you would try to get me to watch Always Sunny. And I would be like, I don't want to watch a show about assholes. And you showed me, <laughs> you showed me the class reunion part two, the, um, yeah the the scene where they're doing the choreographed dance and then yeah. it's what it really looks like <laughs> and i'm like else. and that was the point where i'm like okay i get it i, I get mean, it <laughs> they're assholes and they're not trying to portray themselves in a positive light right and it's become one of my favorite shows because every normal person they encounter you see the gang as the worst possible people in the world and it's yeah. fascinating that they do that. And that th- there really is a lot of thought put into how they portray themselves in that show. Yeah, they're they're not even trying to be good people. No, no. And and that was that was one of the things is like, oh, is this like an eighties thing where like, you know, you have the Bundys and you know, first a family named after a serial killer. Um, right. And they think they're the best and they always win in the end. Right. Or oh, like the Seinfeld like, crowd. Yeah. You know, yeah. Those foreign Seinfeld who were very 
self-involved absolutely arrogant assholes yeah right yeah but the gang pays for it all the time yeah and and i and i i i really appreciate that because it at first it was a tough show to watch and then as i started to get it you know like half a season or or in the middle of the second or third season i can't remember um then i'm like oh oh okay i can i can watch all of these in a day now i don't have to like do a little bit at a time because it's not a depressing show it's actually just a show that's like don't do this don't be this person in a way it sort of like emphasizes and 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 it suggests you know what be a good person don't be an asshole that's been our catchphrase for a decade don't be an asshole yeah yeah they lose out on so much because they can't get out of their own way yeah it's it's fascinating and funny at the same time so yeah oh very funny yeah yeah um what did i oh so you watched the nevers i watched jupiter's legacy oh i started that i get this like halfway through the first episode so i really it's, it's basic yeah um it feels like the first season is like the first five issues of a comic we, I know it's kind of. Com- I know it's a comic, but it's like all of this shit is like real, like early, early stuff. It's not like yeah. Invincible, which I watched, which tells like almost a whole, a whole decent season's worth of a story. I just want to see more of the boys. <laughs> that yeah. show is fucking insane. I was, I was, weird. somebody at work was talking about that, and um, somebody asked, "Oh, should I read the comic?" And they're like, "No, the comic sucks." <laughs> the show is good. The show is great. I and, love the and show. I I'd never thought about it, you know, whether the comic was good or bad because I'm reading it and there's some stuff in it that's just like, boo! Look at me, I'm all, uh, I'm all edgy, and look here's deviant sex stuff, and it's like, mm, uh, no, you don't, you don't need that. And uh, the guy, the guy at work was like, yeah, it's just the comics, just garbage they're doing amazing things with the show but the comic is just bleh. and he mentioned some of those parts and i was like i was like danny devito when he they told him to you know go in and get the keys and he's like nope 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 no because <laughs> there is there's some parts of the comic that are like i don't i don't even know why you're just trying to shock me because that's not gonna work because i know you're doing it to shock me it's not like it's not like a, a revelation in a movie when all of a sudden or a TV show or out of nowhere, it's like, oh shit, everything comes together. And it's like, oh, that was a terrible way. You killed the baby with the iron. Okay. Whatever. You know, like an actual shocking moment. It's just yeah. done to be shocking. And that's, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It's like love scenes in movies and TV shows. Now it's like, I don't give a shit. Get on with the story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah, I, I like I like the way the boys was going. Um, that's pretty good. Um, all right, let me just do my lost. Do your lost thing, thing. yeah. I just because it's before been, it's I just want like, to say that stuff before I forgot. So yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so I did. I mm, so <laughs> I remember lost, and I remember the ending, and all of the like. I started watching the sixth season, and I'm just like, wow, like I was maybe two episodes in i'm like i don't remember any of this which is great and i liked everything that they were doing mm-hmm. like all like all along i'm like all right a little bit of magic a little bit of science a little like there's a lot of different 
balls that they were juggling. Yeah. Okay, fine. You know, not everything is connected to everything, which I think was something that um, I, I thought was a little unfair because mm-hmm. uh, the show, the show sort of, I think, painted itself into a horrible corner because it was very clever with the connections that it made. Um, but then it would have instances where there was just like too many coincidences. And then that last season where it's kind of like, okay, it's this is what's happening. They have to keep evil Locke from leaving the island. But then like the sort of the sideways stuff, the other like off island stuff that you were seeing, mm. which is sort of like people's versions of what they wished their lives could be kind of, it's, it's sort of like their heaven version of their life. And then they all end up at the church and, you know, his father is, um, I mean, his name was, the father's name is way too on the nose. Christian shepherd. I mean, Jesus fucking kidding me. <laughs> right. Um, it's so funny. Well, they just call him um, Jesus H Christ. Cause that's well, what everybody it, that he heard his name he said, wasn't, but he wasn't like that. Is, I mean, it's really because he wasn't like a Christ-like figure. If anything, he was more annoying and an asshole for the whole thing. <laughs> so he's a Republican but Jesus. What, but I think what happened, I think what happened, because I kind of like what they did. It was just like, okay, you've got this story going on about keeping evil on the island because if if he leaves then everybody's fucked i get that that's a good sort of grounded story and that was quote real and that was happening the other stuff that was going on was sort of like people's in their brains when they're dead or what their spirit or their soul would have wanted had they you know had a normal life all right so that's sort of like their little fantasy world and then everybody, when they show up at the church and the father explains, just like, look, not everybody died at the same time. Some people died before you did. He's explaining this to Jack. Some people died long after, but these are the people who were a part of your life at the most important part of your life. So that's why, like, you've got, you know, all of the cast there and stuff like that. So that's why they're all sort of seeming sort of contemporaneous, but they didn't all die at the same time. And they're in sort of a heaven type of thing so what i think happened and i and for the most part when you draw the line under it all i did like it overall i like what they did but what i think happened is i think that the the runners of the show got a little too clever too often throughout the show Mm. that it it led viewers to want something a little bit more clear cut. And I think that they wanted, there are so many things that were, um, you know, just like spoon fed to people, but then they started doing things that weren't being spoon fed. They were still valid, really interesting ideas, but they just weren't spoon fed to folks. And that's why I think that the ending of the show leaves such a a bad taste in people's mouths. I think it was a good ending, but I just think it was sort of done badly. Does that make sense? Unlike like how I met your mother or it was a bad ending done badly. So this was, I, I thought was, it was a good ending. And I think that it, it, 
you know, it warrants like sort of a second watch through keeping in mind, like I ended up, was, I got so obsessed. I, I ended up having like, like making a list of like questions and things I wanted to go back to and, and like points and like, Oh, mm. I think that this is happening and stuff like that. So it was like a hundred different things. Um, so, and some of the things get answered and some of the things were satisfying and some of them weren't and, but that's fine. Um, but overall, I liked it. I'm glad I went through the show again. And um, I, I look forward to people's comments. Yeah, hey, if you like it. So, you yeah, know. it was good. I I think that if you're going to do a show that is going to be self-referential, I, I, that might not be the word, um, but that, that raises a lot of questions that need to be answered. I think you, you need to have the whole thing plotted out and end it when it needs to naturally end instead of have the network or somebody say, no, we got to keep going. I think one of the things that hurt them, because I think it was sort of maybe season four or five, there was a writer's strike yeah. in there somewhere that shortened a season. And that, I think threw off their rhythm a little bit because you could feel that some things were a little i don't know a little a little forced or 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 sped up or or hurried mm. maybe so um and I, I i don't doubt that they had a map for it i think that they know where they wanted to end but i think that um since they had to make some changes along the way that kind of fucked them up a little bit plus things like they threw in nikki and paolo they're these two characters that were out of nowhere like they really sort of became victims of their own success hmm. because I, I guess at the time people were clamoring it's just like you know there's a whole bunch of other people in this plane crash so they introduced these these two characters nikki and paolo that you didn't that you never really saw before and i think it was like maybe they had like a two or three episode arc okay and they ended up just dying and like there was nothing about them again you hear one little no. reference about them later which i think was more just as a laugh line than anything else oh. <laughs> um so it's just like hey i found these two people dead with a bag full of diamonds and we're like ah nikki paolo ah, they were carried alive ah you know Jesus, yeah. um so yeah it's just kind of funny that like two seasons later they get one line <sighs> um but it was like stuff like that um and then you know there's there there's you know the like kind of love interests kind of thing gets thrown in again it's it's sometimes when a show gets so popular then it feels i think that they feel like they they have to do certain things which you know to feel that pressure i think is is a little rough um, well, that was also at a point too with uh, with shows where, you know, they they would just run them until they ran them into the ground, and that still happens. How many seasons of Big Bang Theory was there because it was popular? Yeah, I mean, you marry yeah. off all your characters. I think you have achieved the, what your show set out to do with the characters. Yeah, and I think that Big Bang Theory um, ended. I I think it ended really 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 well i can't watching, even speak to that 
I don't know. Watching watching that, I'm just like, all right, whose story is this? Is it Leonard's or is it Sheldon's? And it became Sheldon's. And the fact that Sheldon's arc throughout the whole show ends with him like, you know, being married, you know, and considering the idea of maybe having a kid, that's huge. Yeah, but Sheldon was character. a fucking dick the whole series. Does he, he does does he deserve that as a character? I mean, he was well, insufferable. I, well, there are tons of people who who suck and they still, you know, I know. They, I know. happy and, you know, the universe hasn't taken them out yet. But um yeah. I think I think what ended up happening is that Sheldon became so popular a character and they amped up his assholeness mm. that it was it it ended up becoming like you know, inconsistent. If you want to say he's like, you know, Asperger's or autism or like, you know, where haven't they like spectrum, haven't they directly like stated? No, he's not. I can't remember. Let me see. Yeah. It's something along that spectrum. Otherwise he's that there's, there's a, uh, I don't know. There's gotta be a diagnosis for him other than just prick. Let's so, see. Uh, but but Leonard, I think that Leonard's arc, I mean, I thought that the, the way it ended was was pretty decent. So like Frasier, I think that Frasier ended really, really well, too, for Frasier. You know, he, he comes back to Seattle and, you know, he rekindles a relationship with his father and he helps shepherd his brother through a bad marriage. And he kind of like when he's leaving at the end of that show it's just like you know hey you know his his work is done and he can go on and you know enjoy his life yeah so um and you know i hear that they want to reboot that and i'm not sure that's a great idea part of the beauty of that show was the relationship with the father and with mahoney being dead it's like mm, it's like you're losing a big part of it true yeah, I don't know. Are you looking up Sheldon's diagnosis? Yeah. Yeah. Some viewers have asserted that Sheldon's behavior is consistent with Asperger's syndrome. Pergers, not burgers. The writers have stated that they did not use Asperger's syndrome as a basis for the character, but instead thought of his actions as Sheldony. Well, that's a fucking cop out. Oh, yeah. What, what the fuck is that? Series co-creator Bill Prady stated, we write the character as the character. A lot of people see various things in him and make the connections. Our feelings. Our feeling is that Sheldon's mother never got a diagnosis, so we don't have one. Fuck you. You created the character. Pretty also yeah, told. But you know what though? If they come out and say, "Yeah, he's along the spec," then they're just inviting a bunch of criticism and true. And, true. Uh, well, you hold know, on. There's, saying, there's more. Well, there's more. Yeah. There's more. Pretty also told Alan Seppenwall of the New Jersey Star Ledger that while Sheldon shares traits with people with Asperger's, he is uncomfortable labeling Sheldon as having it. In an interview, Jim Parsons noted the writer's response, but added that in his opinion, Sheldon quote couldn't display more traits of Asperger's. Parsons, who plays Sheldon, has read John Elder Robinson's memoir, Look Me in the Eye, about his life with Asperger's Syndrome, and said that, quote, a majority of what I read in that book touched on aspects of Sheldon. 
He also stated that the way his brain works, it's so focused on the intellectual topics at hand that thinking he's autistic is an easy leap for people watching the show to make. When another actor in the series, Man Bialik, who plays Amy and has a PhD in neuroscience, was interviewed by Neil deGrasse Tyson on Star Talk, she said the theory that Sheldon, she said, she said of the theory that Sheldon has Asperger's and this gets its own paragraph. All of the characters are in theory on the neuropsychiatric spectrum, but isn't every human being? Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. Like, aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> and then I would say, uh, Sheldon often gets talked about in terms of Asperger's or OCD. He has a thing with germs. He has a thing with numbers. He's got a lot of that precision that we see in OCD. There's a lot of interesting features to all of our characters that make them technically unconventional socially. And what we're trying to show with our show is that this is a group of people who likely were teased, mocked, told they will never be appreciated or loved. And we have a group of people who have successful careers, active social lives that involve Dungeons and Dragons and video games. That's in there. Um, but they also have relationships and that's for a fulfilling and satisfying life. So she didn't answer the fucking question. No. Not even close because I have... And my life has involved Dungeons and Dragons and video games and being um, teased, mocked, and picked on. And I'm uh, I'm just depressed and have anxiety and, and social anxiety. But, uh, you know, yeah, if, so if they had no have one. come out and just said, you know, it, it sounds like, um, what's his face there, that plays Sheldon uh, Parsons. It sounds like he all but said... That's how I play the character. Yeah, I think so, too, because you've got the creators who just write him and it's like, OK, <clears throat> but that actor needs to find things to use to bring that character right. to life. And because you can you can take went. Yeah, you can take the that's my spot bit from Big Bang Theory and you can transpose that into friends. And then it's just a guy being an asshole. In Big Bang Theory, she's sitting in my spot, turns into a, I'm about 10 seconds away from exploding, and I don't right. know how to handle this. So it all I think it, it really does depend on, on the actor delivering the line. If that's how he decided to do it, then, you know, good for people for seeing them represented on. Uh, yeah. Just like people that, uh, that could identify with Drax and how he doesn't get metaphors. There are people out there that don't get the subtlety of of language or facial features uh, not facial features but um you know uh what's Bones, it called like when you when you move your face around that's called what um face moving when yeah you know so like when you're smiling or or non frowning or, non yeah nonverbal communication yeah. yeah 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 so speaking of assholes cuz i'm scrolling through facebook to refresh my memory let's talk about matt siegel <laughs> oh wow what a fucking mess matt is. siegel in the boston area is known as maddie in the morning on kiss 108 one of the few remaining original stations from when we were young they were always the pop music station 
Yeah, yeah. Top 40. His morning show specifically, ridiculously popular. I yeah. used to work for a guy who was like the general counsel for that radio group. So I got to see Maddie's employment contract in 1995 or something mm. like that. How much cocaine does he um, get? A lot. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've heard stories. Uh, and I have for years and years and years and years and years. I really liked Maddie. I really did. And I think that his this latest thing for folks who don't know what's going on, um, when Demi Lovato came out and talked about her her pronouns preference mm-hmm. that um so Maddie had some dumbass shit to say, and it's just, you know, a guy who's 71 years old who was trying too hard to make it funny, but bringing too much of his own personal bias, I believe. Oh, absolutely. Did you and see got, the interview he did with Boston.com after? Like after the thing, but before he came back? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the like the the audio thing where he no. was just like I, I they wouldn't let me talk about what i wanted to talk about no that so was, was the actual on the air thing uh, okay was, what did uh, he say afterwards i'm i'm scrolling through because i had i had put it with okay so so yeah so demi lovato is non-binary and uh, honestly who gives a shit good for her right that's that's yeah. you know literally, why would you get upset about that yeah um so he wrote he said I'm against her binary thing. I think she's a troubled woman and a lot of young people are taking her seriously and it bothers me. But of course it's a comedy show. So I did it in the context of jokes. Well, you're not funny. So it's not jokes. Yeah. And to to take, if you take something that you're like that personally you're against and you're going to try to make it funny, your bias is, is going to, is going to come out and it's going to come out very acidic. It's, it's, well, it doesn't, it's not comedy at that point. I mean, if if you think about it, what you're doing is if you are, if you're, all right, it's a lot like Andrew Dice Clay. If you listen to Andrew Dice Clay now, you listen to his stuff and you're like, ugh, that's, that's the wrong opinion to have. You are making fun of people that are bullied. You're not, at this point, you're not being funny. You're not having a social message about anything. You're what I call it. What, 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 what I think George Carlin called, sorry, uh, punching down. And when you don't punch up, which is make fun of the people above you, the people that are better off than you, like speaking to power, like Carlin would talk about religion and politics. Yeah. If you are making fun of marginalized people underneath you, you're the fucking bully. I mean, that's just that's just yeah. unless you can do it and, and in a in a non asshole way. And that I think is 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 rare for someone to have like a legit like they have their bias and we all do. Yeah. Um but to be able to use that like for that bias to be um i don't know to 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 try to use your bias for humor or use humor for your bias and i'm not sure how you would do that um or how that works um because well isn't that why isn't that why conservative comedians are not very successful 
Yeah, because they just sound like assholes. Yeah. 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 And there's no, I can't, I'm, I'm trying, I'm like stumbling here because I can't think of an example of someone who, who does that well. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I can't think it's of not, someone it's who, not really possible right. unless, unless you are of that group and you make fun of that group. Like, was it you that posted the two the two women doing the roast and they were roasting each other too the two gay women? Yes, was and they that roasted not... each other. Holy shit! Did you watch that whole thing? Oh yeah, I love those. But that's <laughs> that's an example of being able to to do that because they they agree, they know, they know that whatever jokes they're making, they don't mean them, and that's the thing. Right. You have to well, not mean it. Not only is it like, cause usually those roast things, like these people are, are friends and they're professionals right. and you know, that's what that is. But, and the, and that's the that, idea is to go out there and, right. and destroy the other person. Right. And, but in the case of the, the, the two that I posted, those two are in a relationship, yes. which makes it even more. Can you imagine doing a roast contest like that with it's your wife? It's so personal and it's so it is funny. It's so personal. And you have to have a really, really thick skin and a very, very like comfortable, yeah. a comfort with yourself to be able to like take that shit from someone who is supposed to love you. Well, here's the thing. Um, here's what I was thinking as this great. was going on. I was thinking, well, how much of this is actually real? The stuff they're saying and how much of it is just because they knew they were going to be on the show. They could have written all that stuff together. You yeah. know, oh, how definitely. much of it is just made up for the joke? And I don't care one way or the other. It was funny. And they still went home together and they still yeah. talk to each other. And that's, that's how you do it. Oh, I thought they were hilarious. Yeah. I was killing myself yeah. laughing. Yeah. Some of those roast battles, like I've, I've watched a bunch. Some of them are brutal. And oh, so funny. Brutal. I liked when that woman comes out and then just starts attacking the panel. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a choice. Like Jimmy Carr paying all those taxes back <laughs> or Catherine being a single mother. And that's wow. the great thing about those two is they will take that in stride. Jimmy, I watch when I watch um, eight out of 10 cats does countdown or, oh, yeah. um, or um, what's it called? The um, big fat quiz um, yeah. or any of the shows that, that he ends up on or, or hosting. Um, inevitably, once the season, his taxes get brought up. Um, because Jimmy Carr, the, the English, uh, comedian, um, either his accountant or him did not pay his taxes. Yeah. Oh, and, he had a well publicized. Yes. And uh, he apologized issue. and he paid hey. them and everybody was like, oh, yeah. okay, fair enough. Because he paid it. He didn't avoid it. Like, you know, our shitty Lex Luthor's that we have here in America, <laughs> but people oh, will, people will make fun of him. And he just, he's just like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's got, you know, they make fun of his teeth, his plastic looking hair. Oh, his laugh. And he's just like, yeah. And he explains that on every show he's on. Jimmy oh, Carr, yeah. Jimmy Carr doesn't laugh like normal people do with an exhale. He laughs, he, laughs he makes the noise on the inhale. So it's yeah. weird. It's kind of like a, like a posh Eddie Murphy laugh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
I can't do it because I will. I will. No, die I can't do I it either. I will. I will. I will <laughs> swallow myself whole. I will implode. <laughs> but so, that's. Yeah. But that's the thing. And like, I woke up that morning, and I'm like, all right, this should be a nice, relaxing day. The sun's out. It's a nice day. It's gonna be good. Temp- what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> right. As soon as I open my phone, and it, it is true that we get more incensed with things when they um, are more personal and just seeing what Nova is going to face later in life, the kind of idiotic bullshit like, Oh, they and them isn't, it's not plural. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's yes, it is. You know who said it? They, they, they said it at the dictionary. They, that, that guy over there. You know, and it's real easy. It's like because I guess Bex is one of the one of the the co-hosts, right? And she was misusing them in a sentence. She's like using the wrong the wrong prepositions and stuff afterwards. So it's like uh, they is, and it's like come on, you fucking idiot. Yeah, come on, you're you're that oh, I you- find tremendously frustrating. It's absolutely disingenuous, yeah. and it's and it's stretching the point. It's it's. It, it's it's not stretching the point. It, it's stretching really far to make a connection, and it, and it's not a legitimate connection because who says that? I think my comment was the only people that say that are idiot cartoon characters, like country bumpkin cartoon characters. Yeah, they's gonna get us. Like, yeah. Well, that's because you're a giant pink bear in the forest. That's why you talk <laughs> like that. You know. But it's like. Oh, uh, where did they put their coat? There, there's both of them in one sentence. Right, exactly. Right? And that's one, one person you're talking about. Fucking yeah, people. It's um, it really, uh, it it really is is extremely. I was I was surprised. He's like seventy one. I'm like, wow, yeah, I guess he is. He's been doing this for forty years. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then he you know, he has he's to start. Like a, Huh. He, he's been a, a staple of Boston of Boston radio for a long time. And I have liked him for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and I will say that I, you know, I think it's, I think it's, I think it, it, it might be time for him to try now. He, he, there's no way he can gracefully bow out, but no. um, I think that you, he's he, I, the next year he might be done. Because I, so. I guarantee, because I guarantee you, the 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 management were probably like scared shitless. Yeah, yeah. Because doesn't Kiss One Away do a whole bunch of concerts? They do all these summer. Well, concerts they do a whole and, bunch of concerts. They they do like that Kiss concert every year. But yeah. he is like he's been like the number one demo for I think women eighteen to forty nine something like that. Yeah, for like the yeah. longest fucking time. You know, when he's he's there saying I'm the biggest, it's you know, it sounds he sounds like an asshole. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of truth in it. I mean, for that time slot in the morning, especially since things like, you know, F and X is is well, done. See, that's you know, the thing gone. too. He's disingenuous about that because you know what? Those stations aren't around anymore. Right. So yeah, you're the biggest now. But I listen to Henry Santoro, not you, you know, right. and Santoro and moved Henry on to other things. And, yeah. And I miss, you know, Henry and Charles Laquadera. I met Charles yeah. Laquadera and, and he's a super cool guy. Santoro, you know? Santoro works in my building. Yeah. 
So uh, like, and they're they're super nice. I've met them yeah. both. They're, you know, um, and it's it sucks when and I've met Maddie mm. and Dale Dorman and, and oh Dale, yeah, all of that. Oh yeah, Sonny Joe. Like I've met <laughs> there's all a those name, guys. yeah, Jesus. You know, it's just like, meanwhile, Sonny Joe White's like looking down going, oh, good. <laughs> now, Maddie can be the kiss 108 asshole for a while. So wait, um, what happened with him? I don't Sonny, remember. Sonny Joe White, I believe, had some sexual allegations. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that sounds real familiar. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. But all those guys. But, you know, if you take Maddie. If, if Maddie's gone from the morning, yeah. what is Boston has no Boston radio? There's nothing yeah, interesting but who, about it. I mean, you know what? I mean, aside it's a from dying what, medium, isn't it? You know what's really funny? When I was home last weekend, right, I, I had my, I took my sister's car. I drove her to work and um, I, I listened because I listen to NPR all the time anyways. And I was right. just like, oh, I'm home and it's early because I drove her to work. And uh, I was just um, I was like, you know, I listened to Maddie for the first time in like a long time. Mm. I was listening and it's just like that morning kind of thing. And it was perfectly fine. And then a couple of days later, he's being a total dick. I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like you've been he's been you know, managing to sort of quote, stay with the times and stay relevant and be able to have this job um, for a long, long time, him and Billy. And, and they've been able to hang on to that for a really long time, but this yeah. is like, there's cracks happening that it's, um, I, I don't know how much longer they can, they can do it. Well, considering what I can imagine what Billy's response was it's just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing right now? Yeah. The, the rumor is, is that he didn't want to, um, he didn't actually want to have it brought up because he knew what would happen. Yeah. But like too, like, why can't somebody just be like, Oh, okay. About that news. Why can't they just be like, yeah, fine. Right. Yeah. That's and that's, the thing. The thing that kills me is like, oh well, she's they. You know, people are like, oh well, she's all messed up with all these drug and alcohol problems, and it's like, yeah, yeah. What fucking musicians do you worship that don't do drugs right? or alcohol? Huh? Also, Elvis, like, the is, Beatles, Guns and Roses, Motley Crue, the fucking Rolling Stones. This is such a thing now that's so present of mind. You know what I mean? No, what are you referring to? No, I'm talking about like the whole, you know, non-binary, just like like all the gender stuff is a is a big sort of social, you know, it's it's more it's it's people are, are more comfortable talking about oh, it. It's, yeah. it's more yeah. of a social topic, right? It's right. kind of out there. So if if you have a public forum, you have to be careful and aware and, and all that kind of it's like it's it's like being a cop and drawing your gun and you realize that you know and what? you yell taser might, taser taser if, yeah if i if this doesn't go well i'm gonna be on the news for a while yeah but they don't you know even I mean? think that no they don't it's just Stupid are you cops right so it's just one of those things where it's just like you have to be super fucking careful. Well, that's I of think that's that are happening and you don't want to be on the wrong side of shit. But if he so is, you're better if he's off willing just keeping your fucking mouth shut, if he's willing to say I'm the biggest thing in Boston out loud on the radio, then he thinks he's above this, that nothing yeah, can and, touch him. And his I opinion is more important than everybody else's. Even if he is. 
okay, even if he is, and certain numbers suggest a certain, like a factual truth to that, don't, you know, if you're the biggest anything, mm. don't be an asshole about it. No, you know, Bill O'Reilly was who was saying, oh, I, I have the highest ratings. Like, yeah, you're also the biggest the asshole. Up. So who cares? Right. So, and the, the first person who comes out, you know, I'm the best at this. I'm the biggest bad is, you know what? Well, now, you know what? You might be really good at what you do, but now you're just a dick. Yeah. You know what I, I like? I like in, in, in movies when they, um, when when another movie beats the number one movie for highest gross, the studio has artwork created and a congratulations is sent out. Yeah, from the one that was just knocked out. That's right. that's how you do it. That's how you be a gracious number one. You know, behind closed doors, among his friends, I'm sure that Spielberg is like that fucking Avatar. Fuck James Cameron. <laughs> you know, he's just a. Fucking bullshit! Oh, you know what? Lucas is sitting there going, "You're uh, y'all know that I created that technology, right?" <laughs> so he can either. take comfort in that, knowing that movie I wouldn't get, have happened without me. I, uh, I get paid either way, so uh, <laughs> yay me! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's the real. But God, fuck, and, and you know. Mm. Like, like I was, I was talking with some people who, who will remain nameless with this whole thing because it doesn't matter. And, um, you know, they're like, I'm sick of hearing about this stuff. And, and I'm thinking, yeah, you don't, you don't really know me or my family or else you wouldn't be saying this kind of stuff. (laughs) I'm the wrong person to have this conversation with. But I said, you know, I said, it doesn't matter to me what she decides at all. It's, it's none of it. None of it is going to affect me personally. I said, but if in the long run, this helps one kid be brave enough to realize who they exactly. are. Exactly. Then that's all that matters. Yeah. And we exactly. should we should put up with it. I mean, if you're having a hard right. time with it, really. And just- I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it has not all the drug problems, all the issues that Demi Lovato has had over the years. Yeah. It has not changed my relationship with her one iota. No. It hasn't. It hasn't. No. I don't, I don't, I don't search out her music to listen to, um, but if I hear it, I, 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 I generally tend to enjoy what yeah. she, what she does. But it's, I'm not, I'm not fine. Yeah, I'm you not, know, I'm it's... not a, a fan or an advocate for her. But I will absolutely shut people down if I can if they're shitting on her for reasons that don't matter. Oh, why do she's just trying to stay in the spotlight? Fuck you. She has a spotlight. So what are you doing, Mr. Uh, I, I look at people's stuff and it's like um, former owner of, <laughs> right? And then it's the dude's last name. And then it's like a uh, car washing thing. And I'm not shitting on people that wash cars. What I'm shitting on is the fact that you lost your business. No. It you had know, your own name on it and you're a former owner of it. Come on. Getting in the spotlight is the dude from Short Circuit publicly apologizing for playing an Indian character. Yeah. It's like, dude. We all forgot no you did that. About that. No one fucking cares. Yeah. Your apology means about as much as. Uh, I know. I know that some website must have asked him this. But you see headlines like Eric Bana says he wouldn't want to play the Hulk again. It's like, yeah, no shit. Neither oh, do those we. Fucking those articles drive me fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, someone so would love to be in a Star Wars movie. We all fucking would. Yeah. 
That's what I say every time I see it. Either, yeah, no, we don't want that, or yes, I would want to, too. And Eric Bana, who the fuck cares? That movie sucked, and he sucked in it. Yeah, he was he was not great. <laughs> I don't mind annoying. him as an actor. And I had to, I had to do a show last night where he was interviewed, and he's perfectly nice in an interview. Yeah, why was he interviewed? Like he's got a new movie uh, oh, coming out, so he was on court. No one will so, see. Yeah. So if he mentions a Marvel product, he's gonna you know he's gonna get <laughs> he's gonna get a mention on other websites. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my press people out there saying, but I'm you know sure what? I'm I would sure, not want to play the Human Torch. I'm sure it was another website asking him just so they could say he said this. Yeah, but it's it's just those those things those crack me up so much. I mean, I would I would I would lead with such so there's so many better questions to have as clickbait titles. Eric Bana claims he's never killed any children. <laughs> Right? Wouldn't you click on that? Because no. it's like, oh, really? He hasn't. <laughs> He's killed several adults, mostly <laughs> on their 18th birthday. Yes, so... not children. <laughs> yes, it's all about standards. Right, right. Uh, hey, speaking of shitty standards, as I roll into my Christopher Nolan. All rant, right, let's do this. Fuck that movie, Tenet. All right. Fuck, fuck, fuck that movie. A so, hundred times, fuck that movie. What I what I thought we would do is I could ask you questions about it, and I figure the questions are going to get more and more like, huh, as we go on. Okay. So let's start with what is the movie about? Okay, what is the movie about? So um, uh, Denzel's son plays this super agent type guy and he's recruited to so someone is <laughs> he's recruited to so someone is so like <laughs> there's this weird like time it's not really time travel it's like a time manipulation thing okay. where things things are sort of made to be able to go backwards in time or forwards in time. Okay. All right. And it's, 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 I really think that it's this whole stupid premise just to make shit in a movie go backwards. Okay. Okay. Because it makes no goddamn sense. I've watched this movie twice, twice. The only time I've ever watched a movie more than once that I hated the ending was my wedding video. All right. <laughs> yeah. But so, that ending came like years later. Yeah, well, you know, things <laughs> don't age well. So, um, stop I, making fun of her. <laughs> it's just the worst. You, you like how I did that? Yeah. You didn't so, make fun um, of her. So, anyway, so this, so basically, are we like, talking bullets, this is like a memento made, kind no. of thing? The, no, it's not memento kind of thing because it's not that time goes backwards, but certain things are imbued with the power to go backwards, like bullets. And like, so it's it's so fucking weird. It makes no goddamn Hold on. sense. Hold so, on. So you fire the bullet out of the gun and the bullet so, goes back in time? It's like it like it's through like a wormhole. So you fire the gun yeah. and it, it sort of comes like you fire the gun at the wall uh -huh. right uh -huh. and what'll happen is you'll see the hole in the wall uh -huh. right 
but then the hole will close up and you'll feel the bullet sort of come back into the gun. So it's like a weird kind of catch kit kind of thing. The purpose of this makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Somebody is traveling in time and like making money and, and hiding weapons or some shit. Oh, oh, and, oh, hold on. This is sort time of coming cop? back. It's so fucking dumb. So time cop. Time, no, I'm sorry. Time cop is fucking Citizen Kane compared to this piece of shit. And I swear to God, the only reason he made this movie was for the backwards fucking car chase toward the end. Like okay. this was supposed to be the big fucking set piece. And apparently like they had, he had people like running backwards because there's a section of people who are attacking a thing, but they're attacking it backward in time. Well, another group of people is attacking it forward in time. It makes no fucking sense at all. Seriously. It makes moment like it makes memento as easy to follow as like a Snoopy cartoon. It is the dumbest fucking movie ever it makes inception look like it makes sense like i think inception would look at this movie and go all right chris just you know what <laughs> stop with the fucking time travel because this is so fucking dumb what Fuck device allows them to do that i don't there's a i don't even get i don't even know I know because they have these like portal things that they walk into and they kind of like turn around like a weird vault thing. And there's like a couple of them in different places. So like if if a batch of weapons goes through this thing, then those bullets are can go backwards. And it's just so fucking. Oh, it's like they charge it with negative time energy or some shit. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucking. I really wish that someone would let me write a review just so I could write. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I almost want to commit a major crime just so they can like drag me in front of like some sort of perp walk and I can just scream to the news. Tenant is so fucking dumb. <laughs> Well, nobody's killed, nobody's really talking about it either. I killed more people than Eric Bana just so I can let everybody know <laughs> that Tenet is so fucking dumb. Even the name, like I go, so I watch this movie twice and then I go into IMDb because I like to read the trivia thing and mm -hmm. you read that, oh, some of the, the backward car stuff, people had to learn to drive backwards and fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. So the name, the name you. of the movie is just a palindrome. It, Exactly. I honestly, I just, it's just like, hey, wait, so if things can go back, but not just time. And it doesn't like, so when they need to travel, like either forward in time or back in time, it doesn't like let them jump. So if they're going like back in time, like four days, they're on this ship for like four days to show up at that time, four days in the past. So it's not even cool. It's a All fucking right. annoying. So, it's so fucking dumb. So that's a little bit like that, that sci-fi movie primer where in order to, um, travel, you had to stay inside the machine. There, there was a whole thing with primer. It was, uh, yeah. So, okay. That's, um, to me, that's not time travel. That's called waiting. It's ugh, right. It I want to, so... it's like, it's like, it's like Christmas Eve. It's like call, calling, going to bed 
early on Christmas Eve time travel. I'm going to time travel to Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was so fucking horrible. So fucking horrible. I think he comes up with an interesting premise and then the script just doesn't deliver. He He's I, great visually, just like Abrams is good visually. But story-wise... No. I gotta tell you, like the backward, like some of when I looked at the previews, I'm just like, all right, you got bullets going backwards. That's kind of interesting. And like you've got like the backwards car chase. All right, that's yeah. visually kind of interesting. Yeah. But in the context of this quote, and I'm putting major, I'm hurting my hands with air quotes here. Okay. Story, mm-hmm. it just doesn't fucking work. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, it sounds like we have like a M. Night Shyamalan kind of uh, problem going on here where he gets known for making um, complicated storylines and then it just doesn't, it, it can't be maintained. Yeah. He like, he, he, he wants to do what a twist, but make you say the word twist backwards. It's like, what a twist. It's twat. That's what it is. Yes. Twat. Yeah, exactly. What, what a twat. A twat. <laughs> <laughs> like, Which, like I know, normally I, would be a compliment, I think, but. Just... Well, to the right person. Yeah. Right. Um, I kind of fell off the boat with him after Dark Knight Rises. I think that there are a lot of stupid things in that movie that just didn't didn't work for me well i think you know what it's a comic book movie and i think that all the questions that dark knight rises brings up you just have to go it's a fucking comic book movie yeah but he tried to make it like a real gritty like not like the awesome hockey mascot but like he tried to make it like batman in real life so then you have to keep that going Batman Begins was like, this dude is dressing up with military equipment. And in the yeah. second movie, he yells at a dude for wearing hockey pants. And, uh, <laughs> and it's like, dude, that's what you're doing. You just paid more for yours. Um, and then the third part was like, yeah, this is way overcomplicated. Just like way overcomplicated. Yeah. Crowds of cops. Like why? Like why? And then, and then, and then the thing that, 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 aggravates me the most about the dark knight is uh, not is are all the people that are like yeah the joker didn't have a plan are you fucking kidding me do you think that 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 one guy in that cell like organically grew a cell phone in his stomach with a bomb attached to it yeah do you think like because 500 gallons of fuel (laughs) ended up in two different buildings where these two people ended up being Amazon don't make that delivery, okay? No, you got to get like two or three at a time. You can't do 50. But you know what it is? The people who say Joker didn't have a plan because, you know, because the Joker said, do I look like a guy with a plan? Like, you can't, like, that's, of course he has a fucking plan. He is the ultimate, he's the ultimate unreliable narrator. He's told you how he got those scars at least two different times. different ways. And tried for more, but got interrupted. 
Like, Seriously, I mean, if Batman's like biggest, you know, Batman's got a big brain, but I think it, it like his preparation is his superpower Yeah, because he plans for every fucking contingency, which is one of the reasons, in addition to his fucking craziness, is what makes the Joker such a rival mm-hmm. for him because the Joker is just as good at like the planning and the preparation right. and the movie complex shit. The movie itself contradicts his statement of um do i look like a man or a person with a plan because when he goes and he confronts all those mob bosses about you got to get your money out of these banks because gordon's going after it and they're like fine Uh, what do we do he says oh it's already done yeah so he planned ahead fucking people you know what, folks? Sometimes these movies are difficult enough to stomach without the stupid people. And and I only get really aggravated with with movies that are dumb that try to tell me they're smart. Okay, like I'm not gonna, when I watch Army of the Dead later today, I'm not going to get mad about it because it's about a bank job in Vegas that turns into a zombie apocalypse. It's not fucking Memento or Tree of Life or Melancholia or any of that stuff. Tree of Life is one of those, too, because if you I didn't see it, so I can't. Oh, my God, because it's just like, wait a minute. What the fuck is happening? And just, oh, man. See, I'm totally fine with a movie that's a thinker that like, you know, if you think about it for a few days and then you're like, oh, wait, but this part and then it all clicks together. I'm fine with that. That's great. Yeah. You know, keep me thinking about stuff like like the movie that everybody seemed to hate uh, Mother with uh, what's her face? Katniss. Oh, that movie was was. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. That yeah. movie was great. It really was. I'll be the, it was. I'll be the first to admit that I watched it twice mm. and I thought about it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I think I'm on to what we're doing here. Yep. And then I yep. actually like went looking for like reviews and pieces on it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that helped him inform my kind of thoughts about it. And if you don't like it, that's cool too. But at least, at least mother is telling the story about mother nature and God at the same time. And it's a retelling of the Bible. It's just not in a conventional way. Right. And I, and it's it's interesting, you know, it's yeah. And it tries to make a point, but people are just like, well, I don't, you know, like when there's a movie that like really hits you over the head with like, it's more a lesson or, Oh, you you mean like any Neil Blomkamp movie? Yeah. You know, people get like the guy, but But Jesus, (laughs) but then when there's a movie where you have to think a little bit about it, it's, you know, people suck. They don't, they're just not happy. I saw this, um, this, this quick little news piece that said that Brie Larson was cast as Luke Skywalker's wife. Oh yeah. It's Mara Um, Jade. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then some guy, you know, in the comments is just like, well, see you later, Disney. And I'm like, you know what? Bullshit. And I called him out. I replied to his thing. I'm like, (laughs) I go bullshit. You'll watch it and then you'll watch it again and then you'll complain about it, but you'll keep watching. You're not going to say goodbye to Disney because it's fucking star Wars. Yeah. You're going to keep watching it the same way you keep having sex with your wife. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's awful, but you're going to keep going back because, because she allows it. Because she, Yeah. Because she keeps making it available. Yeah. You know, I've said it before with all these, 
Star Wars fans bitching. I'd love to be Disney and just go, you know what? Fuck you. See you in 20 years and shut it all down. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or just preemptively deactivate their account. Right. Okay. (laughs) Bye. We've deactivated your account. It's like, it's like when people say to you at work, well, what if I just quit? Well, you just fucking did. Bye. Yeah. I've had that. That is so satisfying to do. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. It's like, you realize we're having this conversation because you're a shitty employee, right? Come on, dude. What if I quit? Take me less time to get you out of the system. than it's going to take you to get to the door. Yeah. What if I quit? Oh, well then I'll have to call someone else to take your place. Then you'll have to find another job. And um, it's really more work for uh, you in the long run. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but still, though, I am loving these people that are not taking do- jobs for seven fifty an hour. I am loving it. <laughs> Force the fuckers yeah. to pay. Yeah. Force them to pay. D- did you see the one? It's just like, oh, Applebee's is giving interviewees free apps, you know, free app appetizers during their interview. It's yeah. just like, wow. And one guy comments, he's just like, man, you just, just do anything to not give people more money. Yep. Yep. It's going to come down to it. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's really interesting. I think In-N-Out Burger here, I think is offering like, I think it's eighteen fifty an hour. Wow. Yeah. And huh. I'll tell you, um, I'll go to In N Out Burger. I, mean, I would. For one thing, the food is fucking fantastic. Is it? I've never um, been. And there's not oh one God. close to us no, up not. here. No. When I got home the other night at the airport, I'm like, Peter, take me to In N Out. It's like, Frank, come on. My, my wife's in the weekend, car. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, no, and it, it is really good. The fries need to be really hot, and you have to ask them to make them extra crispy. Okay. I love extra crispy. I, I especially love extra crispy steak fries, like when you can almost see that golden window of a fry. Yeah. When you can almost see through it, that's great. It's so bad for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, McDonald's still rocks the fry game. I yes. have tried. I've tried in a week. I've tried um, McDonald's. and I used to like Burger King fries more, but I've come around to the McDonald's ones. I don't know what yeah. it is. It could be the opium that they gently could sprinkle be. over could the be. potatoes while they're growing them. Speaking of potatoes, I say <laughs> some of the of weirdest opium. shit now with teenagers in the house. You want to know something I said the other day? Why is there a potato on the bathroom sink? That's, yeah. Right? Which is not a sentence I should have to say. That's a crazy person saying stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why was there a potato on the kitchen sink? Everybody claim they don't know. (laughs) Meanwhile, the dog's just like... Oh, no, it was in the back corner of the sink. Like, no, no dog could reach that far. Really? Yeah. I don't fucking know. That's great. Like, I Jesus love that. Christ. Oh. That's fantastic. Hey, John Mulaney split up from his wife. Yeah, that was a surprise, but apparently he's not a great person with the alcohol. Yeah, he did relapse and stuff, but I heard that he's uh, dating Olivia Munn and they met at church. So huh. if I was dating Olivia Munn, I'd be going to church and thanking God every goddamn day. Interesting. I saw that... Um... Dennings 
Kat Dennings. Yeah, she got engaged. To Andrew WK. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, and I'm like thinking, him. I'm thinking, there's no one more appropriate for her to get engaged to than that guy. They are perfect right? together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I actually like makes a I lot like of him. sense. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah, she's um she's cool. I saw her all over Instagram with that. Yeah. So all right, so is that it? Are we done? Um yeah, I got nothing else to complain about. Yeah, I all wanted right. to talk about Lost. I wanted to I I think uh, to go back to Lost real quick and we can do this as like a callback. I think maybe maybe what aggravated some people with Lost is that it had a religious style ending to a sci-fi show. And no, because I don't think it wasn't I because it wasn't it wasn't religious like the only thing was in a church right but that's the only and you told me the dude's name was christian shepherd i know i know but it it didn't have like it didn't say anything about god it didn't say anything about heaven but it doesn't it have to like i mean you got a hatch in the ground um, with all this tech stuff and so but it uh, just um i just it's like it reminds me a lot of um interstellar where it's like look we've We've modeled these black holes to look right. We've done the work with the gravity and all of the time um, disparities between all of that and time dilation and all that. And uh, how are we? We solve the problem with love. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I saw the fifth element. It was better than this. At least in the fifth element, like you could see it coming and you knew it was there. But in this one, in Interstellar, blah. Yeah, another fucking Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Why don't we just call it? Yeah. All right. So everybody have a great week. What, did um, you leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm just done. Yeah. I'm just done. Yeah. Just walk away. Um, so just <laughs> goodbye. All you hear is I'm out of here. Sla- Maddie out. Slam. <laughs> he said that people. He said that on I the know. radio. Maddie out. Yeah. The people 70... that were telling him, the people that pay him were telling him to not say something. And his ego is so big. He got mad about it. I would, I would love to know what was going on in management's mind when he walked away. There had to be a little bit of a relief of a, um, no, I, I bet you not because who's going to take over that time, Billy? I don't know. But the thing is like, like, like if, if one artist is going to get shit on and, and they make a stink about it, I mean, how many other, how many other people could be like, yeah, don't play our stuff anymore. Spotify's enough. YouTube's enough. We don't need one radio station that, you know, 50,000 people listen to when we can get listeners all over the world. Yeah. You know, oh, you're doing your Kiss concert? Yeah, we're not going. Yeah, it lives that's... and dies on who they attract. So I, I think that's what it was coming down to is they're like, don't, don't, don't shit on the pop stars. I mean, come on, shit on movie stars. Do something like that. Not the people that, <laughs> not the people that pay the bills and the musicians pay the bills there. They're a fucking pop music station. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't see, I, I could never like, see FNX like bad mouth and, you know, Joy Division or fucking Susie and the Banshees of Clash. You no, know, back in the day. The, FNX, no way. No, but that's. No because but, FNX was just like, look, you know, we're the 
fucking radio station of misfit toys. Yeah. Yeah. And they were the best. If you're too weird for like, you're too weird for, you know, kiss one Oh eight or, or any of the others are 98.5 or 92.9. If you're too weird for that, come on over to FNX. We'll take you. Yeah, The three best, the three best uh, that I listened to was um, in this order, FNX, BCN and AAF and BCN and AAF were interchangeable on days, depending on, on who was spinning. Yeah, I did like I did like I did like Maddie in the morning. I really did. And for I was never up for for drive time stuff. So for the longest time. Yeah. And then you could, you know, rely on like it was like, well, it it wasn't a Maddie thing. It was just a kiss 108 thing where they played. uh, I think it was wishing on a star Saturdays at one o'clock in the afternoon. Hmm. Like like you could bet money that, hey, I bet you I know what song's coming on next. So when you think you're a hot shit in eighth grade, right, you're just like, right. I'll bet you five bucks. I know the next song. No way. <laughs> and you make that bet every day with the same person. No, it was like every Saturday at one o'clock that song came on. I don't know if they still do it. I doubt it. What's today? Friday. Yeah. What is today? It is Friday. I don't know what fucking day it is anymore. It's the 21st. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So it's oh. not even the middle of the month. We're at the end of the month now yeah jesus yeah it is flying by that yeah we got going yeah all right well we said we were gonna we were gonna go so we're gonna go all right everybody have a great week stay safe um wear wear your masks because sorry i I accidentally hit stop (laughs) 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 sorry go ahead masks and we're back Yeah. yeah i was just gonna the cdc mask thing if you're if you're vaccinated, you don't need your how many? Oh man, I love the people who are just like, well, you can't ask me about vaccination; it's a violation of HIPAA. Um, well, it's not. Well, so first of that. all, what does that stand Dummy. for? <laughs> yeah, that would be the first question. And uh, you know what? I don't even have to ask about HIPAA to know if you're vaccinated. I don't even have to ask ask the vaccination question. I'll just ask who did you vote for. Then I'll know whether you're vaccinated. Oh, or you not. can you can totally get the answer. You know, are you vaccinated? And and you can tell based on how they answer. You know, because you can say, can "Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to tell you." And that's yes, I did. And the other one, I'm not telling you that you didn't. Yeah. We're going uh, out. We got to go to um, we got to go to Home Depot to pick up a couple things, and I guarantee you, I'm yeah, wearing right. my mask in the place. Fuck yeah! Because I don't right. know you, I don't trust you. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, uh, wear your masks. Have a great day. Have fun at Home Depot. I'm gonna go. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna go do. Um, go to In and Out, right? Friday. No, I don't know what I'm gonna do for food today. <laughs> Maybe I'll actually go to the supermarket. Ugh, I hate that place. So. All right, kids. Well, uh, what don't you hate? I think really. I don't know. In and out burger. <laughs> In and out burger. That's exactly <laughs> it. I got to start very small. All right, oh, folks. Oh, self burn. That's rare. Exactly. Well, you know, I got to remain humble. You know, because I'm the greatest. I'm the biggest in Boston. Bye, everybody. Maddie out. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, tonight is the last show of the season, and Shay and I have decided that our end-of-the-year gifts to each other would once again be jokes. Yeah. So we're making each other we're making each other read jokes live on air that the other person has never seen before. And the idea is to keep it fun, light, 
No one's going to get canceled. No one's families are going to get threatened. You know, have fun. Sure, we'll see. Well, why don't you go first? <laughs> That's fine. An obese monkey in Thailand named Godzilla has been sent to a special facility to lose weight. Official realized the monkey was overweight when a bunch of black guys kept hitting on it. <laughs> Pretty racist, Carlos. <laughs> Las Vegas is opening a pop-up vaccine site in a strip club, and don't worry, the strippers say the vaccine is a lot like Michael Che. Very quick, and you can barely feel it go in. <laughs> Warner, Warner Brothers is producing a new movie in which Superman is black. And a black Superman actually makes a lot of sense when you remember that Superman was abandoned by his parents as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> <There's more. laughs> well, well, I knew you'd like that one, so here's another one. <laughs> Warner Brothers is producing a new movie in which Superman is black. In this version, black Superman's kryptonite is an honest day's work. <laughs> down on black Superman. San Diego police are being invest investigated after video surfaced of them using excessive force on a homeless black man accused of urinating in public. But I say great, more, great work keeping our streets clean, boys. <laughs> yes, sir. Anything the police do is all right with old Mikey Che. <laughs> I know I'm probably the only black man brave enough to say this on live TV. But blue lives matter even more. <laughs> oh, it's really nice oh. of you. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. This, this week, construction began on a new hip hop museum in the Bronx. And I know that we've had a lot of fun with me reading racist jokes that Michael writes for me. But because our country is already divided enough, I'd like to use my platform to say something that everyone of all races can agree on. Woody Allen is innocent. <laughs> he did nothing wrong. And before I go, I just thought of another punchline for that black Superman story. Black Superman will be referred to as the Man of Steel, spelled S-T-E-A-L. <laughs>